podcast. Movie, movie, 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 podcast. Are you getting this? Say, well, I guess this is growing up. Welcome to the Movie, movie, podcast, everybody. Episode number 39. I'm your host, Diggs. And with me, as always, are Peter. Hey, it's Peter. Russ. Hey. And Alex. Iron Man's. Oh, gosh. And as Alex just lets you know, uh, we will be talking about Iron Man this week. But first up, adaptation of the classic The Great Gatsby, titled The Great Gatsby. Can we get the rust down for The Great Gatsby? Uh, real yes. quick, I was actually, I'm actually very surprised that Alex's opening bit wasn't Alex. What Alex? <laughs> That's, I, uh, I thought he was going to do that one. I thought he was just going to say Old gonna- Sport again. I was gonna. I, I almost said old sport, but then I was like, "Yeah, it's Alex's." No, I was gonna throw all my shirts to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird scene! He had so many shirts. He okay. loves shirts, guys. <laughs> okay, rust down. Rust down. Rust down. Rust down. Uh, the great cast. So much time to prepare while we bullshit in right there. Directed by. I know we did. Uh, Boz Lerman. A Midwestern war veteran finds himself drawn to the past and lifestyle of his millionaire neighbor. That's not really. That's an awful description. For a book that's, you know, relatively timeless. That does. Yeah, no, wonder, like, like, if you just told me that, I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, yeah it, it's amazing for a book that probably had so many different adaptations that had so many different back covers that explained it in so many different ways. Jesus. That's the way they went with it. Hmm. Really? And to think, like all the shitty movies we've seen that have mentioned the directors, and this one doesn't say anything, or no, that's weird. It, yeah. Well, whatever. Because they all Um, can't be winners. So here's that. that, uh, uh, Just to start off, once again, I did not see this. Um, I just had a hard time getting off my ass. Like, fuck it. I don't even want to talk about this movie. This is bullshit. How could they do this? It was emotional. It was weirdly emotional, but you know, hey, it's okay. Yeah, I, I for me, I think it's one of those things that I, I've seen a lot of like movies I didn't want to see, but this one is just one that I just had no interest in. And I'm sure it's good, and I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people that <clears> like it. But I, it's just, it's it's so not anything I wanted to spend two and a half hours doing. Yeah, it's super long, and I gotta say, I mean. <laughs> This movie, you're getting exactly what you think you're getting with this movie. Yep. Um, you are getting a very and for some people, that's good. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I think that, like, the, the, the audience that likes Moulin Rouge and um, what Romeo and Juliet and all that stuff in the way. And not fun. Australia. And no one saw Australia. Not even That was Hugh the only Jackson. one, I, a Baz Luhrmann movie I actually had any interest in. But never, I never ended up seeing it. Moulin Rouge wasn't like, all that you bad. Like Moulin Rouge? No, Moulin Rouge is totally not bad. Yeah, like I never it. seen it. I thought it was pretty. It's totally not bad. Yeah, and it's this can't it, be fun. I know yeah. she dies of tuberculosis, right? She she does, right? Yeah. yeah spoiler alert. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry. If you've never seen Moulin Rouge, either a guy or a seven-year-old girl who hasn't reached college yet. <laughs> Did you say seven-year-old girl who hasn't reached college? Yeah, I messed up with the age. <laughs> <laughs> How old were you when you went to college, Pete? Seriously. <laughs> Twelve. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I was a girl back then, too. It was weird. Um, anyway. But no. 
Um, but I, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I read the book probably ninth grade. Um, so <laughs> I like how you said it like a confession. I'll hey, be honest. Guys. This yes. book that everyone had to read in like middle school and high school. That's when I read it. Yeah. No, uh, I really like. I remembered a few of the beats, and I remembered like the last lines. Uh, right. But other than that, like it was kind of for the most part um, blank. Yeah, uh, I agree. But I mean, it seemed like it. Burr? What? Say that again. You dropped out. It oh, seems I like it the, burr. The, no, I said the sign uh, looked like the book cover, so I yeah. think it followed the uh, the plot pretty closely. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. I actually I read The Great Gatsby. I read it in middle school, high school, and then I read it again. I had to read it for it one of my college classes. So I've now read the damn thing three times and the movie for the most part, hues pretty close to, um, to the book. They don't really editorialize a whole lot. If anything, they leave like a couple things out. Like you don't realize till the end of this movie. And it's really odd that, uh, Daisy and Tom have a child. Oh yeah. They, they, they just completely like they mention it in the beginning and, and then, then you see her at the end. Yeah. And you're like, wait, who the fuck is this child? So that was a little like um, stupid, but yeah. by and large, I think like it, I, it, it's hard to say that this movie was good or bad because it it, it just kind of is. <laughs> it is super long. Like I like an hour and a half in out of the two hours and twenty minutes, I was like, "All right, guys, let's let's let's, let's wrap this up now." Yeah, exactly. I didn't feel the length on this one, honestly. I was like, really? "All right, really? yeah." I did a little bit. I did a little bit because, like, the beginning, you're getting you're you're getting introduced to the character. I mean, Leonardo DiCaprio doesn't show up until thirty forty minutes into the movie. Um, but then, the like, first shortly, forty minutes are just people saying what Gatsby. <laughs> but honestly, for the most it's a lot part, like the third man in that way. <laughs> um, but then, like, I'd say ninety minutes in, once it becomes like the the Jay and Daisy affair. That Lana Del Rey song played for like 20 minutes in the background, well, and I started realizing how fucking long the movie was getting. It was uh, it was fun when like it was just Jay Z song after Jay Z song yeah. after Jay Z song in the beginning. Well, that's that's where the Baz Luhrmann-ness kind of yeah. works is in the beginning when it's just like the crazy you know parties and stuff like that, and like oh this is crazy in love, but it's in swing dance version. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like Bioshock Infinite, but like <laughs> for girls. It, it's for it's girls, weird sort of. that like the stuff that works best in nice. this movie, the Boz Lerman-y stuff. Yeah, yeah. and, and the but, stuff but that doesn't is when it tries to be a serious thing. Because but, at this point, we've all seen this story. We've all we all know this story pretty so well at this point that like to try to make it to take itself so seriously towards the yeah. middle and the end, it's kind of like. All right, we know what you are. Like when when it was trying when he was trying to have like a lot of like the flourishes towards the end of like oh there's gonna be Carrie Mulligan in the sky waving her arm, like I kind of giggled at a yeah. lot of that yeah. stuff because it like doesn't like when it's like supposed to be like more everything's all excessive and like you know people are partying and stuff like that. That's when it kind of yeah again it all works. Uh, for the most part, um, 
but but man, yeah, when even the cadence of like the way that the people were talking and stuff like that, it just like it's there was diminishing returns um as the movie went on. Yeah, like uh like Tom Tom Buchanan or Joel Edgerton's character when he's in like a like a opulent over the top scene being kind of an old-timey dickhead, it yeah. works. But then when they're like having like a leg- a serious conversation and there's like a I, potential I, fight towards the towards the end, it's like, oh well, now this is kind of weird. I mean, I know the story takes a dark turn, but when it does, it just kind of doesn't seem like the same movie anymore. Uh, I expected Joel Egerton to go hang out with Billy Zane from Titanic at some point. <laughs> <laughs> because... he rules. Oh, he's like he's such a good douche. Yeah, he really oh, is. Yeah. Well, yeah, what did you guys think of the performances in this? I know there's a lot of, like, backlash against Carrie Mulligan's performance. I didn't think she was that great. I, I don't think – I just don't think – I love Carrie Mulligan. Yeah. But I don't think that's the role for her. Because um, Daisy's a stupid bee. <laughs> yeah. And I just don't know that, she, that it, it's necessarily something that is for her. I thought the girl who played uh, Jordan was awesome. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. I thought she was really good. I mean, Leonardo DiCaprio, it's hard to even talk about his performance anymore because he just kind of, you tell him what to do and he does it, and he does it to the best of his ability. <laughs> it's like not interesting. It's funny that that's what a director does. You know, it's like he like tells him to like play a role and like say these lines and then he does it. But I said to the best <laughs> of his ability. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> Done. All right. No, yeah. He's got you there. So okay. my question, not my Nick question Cage for you it. guys, uh, having not seen it, this this was supposed to come out during award season this yeah, past yeah, fall, yeah. and it was pushed yeah. back to be a summer movie. How do you feel about that decision? Do you think it's not going to be up for any awards, and it was just a better idea no, to that was, come out? That was a smart move because yeah, it definitely was. I guess they tested this movie last year around Oscar season, and people were like, "It's good, but like it's dumb." Yeah, and yeah. people start saying that as you're going into your your testing phase, you gotta rejigger that shit real quick, and then they're just like, "Oh, we'll make it a counter programming summer movie for girls." Dumb. Yeah, it, it, Which, I feel like that's where this movie's gonna work. It's like I feel like even I'm sure girls will be like. Yeah, the movie's not great, but I really like the soundtrack or something like that. Like, I feel like that's the kind of movie that it's going to end up being. It's like, yeah, it's totally fine, uh, but it's not like – I feel like Moulin Rouge hit, like, this kind of cult status. Right, and yeah. this, this I doesn't don't even have that. No, it's not even, like, original enough. This is like the girl – this is girls' Transformers. <laughs> the GoBots? Yeah. Like, because it, it's just – it's you know it already. You know what to expect. It's over the top. It's expensive as shit. Uh, it looks good, but yeah. at the end of the day, it's hollow. Did either? Yeah. Did you guys see it in three D or no? I did. I did. And oh, I thought the was actually um, kind of decent. Yeah, three D was good. I thought it's like you were swimming in shirts. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, stop throwing these shirts at me. <laughs> The I wish usher to come it. up and be like, "Sir, stop screaming." The shirts aren't real. <laughs> um, oh wait, uh, and also, Tobey Maguire, uh, I hate him. <laughs> you think you would have mentioned that earlier when we were talking about the performances? Yeah, I'm like, I, oh yeah. I was I was looking at like IMDb the cast, totally and I just didn't see him on the page, and then I was like, oh wait. Who's Toby, the star of this movie? Toby oh yeah, this fucking thing. yeah, that guy. Yeah, like every frame of it. Um, he sucks. He's all right. He's uh, qu- another question. 
Well, so so how many how many uh, couples do you think went to movies the past two weekends under the "I'll go see this if you come see blank next weekend"? I'll go see Iron Man if next weekend you go see Great Gatsby with me. Uh, all of them. <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't even know who this is. This really who it's for? Is that what all the yeah. hype is? I haven't even. It doesn't this seem was, like it. I I saw this at Bam, and every it was a total date night movie. Every single dude was. Drag there by said girlfriend. Okay. And yeah, I, like I willingly right went with mine because I know I have to cash in for something else later on. Right. Yeah. So, so, I'm, so like, yeah. I'm going to make this my idea. So that. It, it's, this really was the perfect weekend for it to come out. I mean, right. if, oh, yeah. If, you, if everyone saw Iron Man its opening weekend, and anyone who is going to see Iron Man its second weekend because they didn't go out and see it are probably not the audience for Great Gatsby. Yep. So I think this was the, just a perfect time for them. And there I'm was like, apparently nothing else at, at this date. That's insane to me. That yeah, like this right. could just jump up and get a May and get a May spot with yeah. like seven months before release. That, well, that's I, insane what to is, me. What is going to fit in between Iron Man three and Star Trek two? Great Gatsby. Yeah, great, yeah, Gatsby. I think it's, I think it's uh, perfect. Yeah. It is perfect. It, and it's I like that because next good week break. it's still going to stand to make money next weekend, but. The, this coming weekend because Star Trek's going to probably be one and it'll probably be a battle for number two between this and Iron Man depending on I think Iron Man will still take two it most likely will but Great Gatsby will still have a solid number three yeah I think uh, it's what, what did it do it's opening it's weekend 50? Perfect, 50 51 yeah. yeah I think it will hit 30 in, in week two me too uh, predictions I like, that, I like that the quotes section for IMDB just has Gatsby? What Gatsby? <laughs> 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 like, you guys remember the time they say Gatsby? That was a pretty good moment. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, again, I think that, Oh, sorry. Yeah, um, alright, I'll, I'll, I'll go first, and, um... Tell wait, you one Tiggs, more tell us to rate yeah, it. Tiggs, yeah, yeah, seriously, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't know what you think this is, Alex. Yeah. I'm taking over. Hey, guys, do you want to rate this film? Yes. yes. All right. Hey, Alex, what yeah. do you think? <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're wrong. Um, yeah. Yeah, all right. Uh, I got this. <laughs> um, oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> you weren't I, even ready for it. I was <laughs> totally not ready for it. You tried to voluntarily you, go first. You steer the ship. Ready. Into the iceberg. What is I, this? You know what? I'm being the current against the past, trying to. You already. You didn't use one last week. What, what are you doing? Like... All right. I'm doing. Um. I'm doing. Th- I'll give it three shirts. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> he loves me throwing shirts. Uh, no, this movie's totally all right. Um, which is a definite surprise. Um, considering that I thought it was going to be terrible, and I thought that the trailers were pretty bad. Yeah, um, they were. But no, I think it's I think it's all right, and I think that, again, like um, I think if you do have like a girlfriend or something like that, this is the perfect movie to like be like uh, like you know do what, do what Russ is doing and keep it as blackmail. Bank <laughs> it. To, to, it to, yeah, to bank it for uh, a later on movie. Um, I think the 3D is is totally fine, and um, I actually think there's there's moments when it, it looks pretty good and i think the movie as a whole can look good but then when it tries really hard 
uh, and tries going like it tries having like the, like uh, like typeface like all going across the screen and stuff like that. I think when it tries going that far with things, it kind of falls apart and it just looks silly. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I think it should have maybe gone like it, it maybe should have been like a little bit more fantastical with things and like gone a little crazier or you know when the the story takes a turn like i think the direction in the movie should have taken a harder turn yeah um because at the end when it starts doing that stuff again it just feels weird and and then when it starts being serious uh it doesn't feel quite earned um and you don't end up caring for the characters as much as you can and i think this being like you know one of like the great american novels uh i think people are going to be very like um particular about how it's uh adapted and and how much you 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 care by the end and i think that the the biggest problem is like i think it was russ i think that you you said it perfectly that it's kind of hollow uh and and it's 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 very it can be very pretty um i think occasionally the people can be all right uh the performances i think that sometimes it feels like a student play with the way that they're saying things like i felt like maybe baz lerman to someone was like no you have to say old sport this many times <laughs> because he fucking says it like more than any human that even that would probably back then would ever say that yeah and it was probably like verbatim through the through the book maybe because again it's been 15 years since i've read it um I, you know maybe this could have been benefited from a uh sorry i'll i'll, I'll end this, this this fucking long tirade uh no no <laughs> no uh you know maybe this would have benefited from like uh a romeo and julieting and like making it like in a different scenery or something like that to kind of change it up um but you know it kind of it kind of watchman itself nice when would you when would you watch it uh i would think that you know what um, if you're curious about seeing it and you want to go see it in 3D, I think it's totally worth it. Nice. Um, I think this is a good matinee movie, a good movie to watch during the day, uh, because it is super long. Yeah. Um. Get a cheap ticket, go see it on a big screen, not bad. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Uh, Ross, what'd you think? Uh, I'm gonna echo a three, uh, cause it's, it's totally passable. Um, and for what it is supposed to be, like, I can't say it's bad. Um, so I'll, I'll give it a, a straight up three. Um, I think Boz Lerman was an interesting choice. And I, when you watch the first 40 minutes or so of the movie, you're watching, I think, a real Boz Lerman film. And then once he dials, once he dials his shit down a little bit and the movie and the story gets a little bit more serious, it doesn't work as much. Uh, I thought casting was for the most part top notch. I have a personal axe to grind with toby mcguire so there's nothing he could have done what did he do to you he cut me off one day and just like (laughs) were you like molested during pleasantville (laughs) no he just like he just cut me off driving and it was like a dick move that's Um, a dick move right there it is and i don't stand for dick moves um or dick moves Isla Fisher, I, uh, what the yeah. hell happened to her? Like, is this? I don't know. Now? We actually didn't. We didn't. We didn't bring that up at all. She's like uh, the fifteenth banana of this film. Like, she's so far down the the ladder of of relevant characters in this film. Is she just? just what's going on with her career? This and now you see me does not a good career make. Oof. 
Um, I'm in how you see me. Yeah, but in like a morbid way. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it, this is totally passable. 3D, I thought was pretty decent, and it's an awesome barter bartering date movie. Uh, take your girlfriend or your boyfriend and um, get him or her to see Star Trek with you next week. There you go. Uh, um, I am also going to give this uh, three uh, weird, goofy plant scenes. I liked that scene <laughs> the, a lot. I thought that was really funny, but I was just like, this is all right. Um, I, this movie, I was expect, going into this movie kind of expecting to hate it. And by oh, the end of it, I was I was just like, oh. This wasn't as bad as like all the all these super negative reviews have made it seem. It was bland, and it was, but it but it was really shiny. It was a shiny bland, yeah. Um, which was kind of interesting. Like, and when it gets into like you know more, I mean the like uh, the the more dregs of town do actually look pretty good and yeah. And it's not it yeah. doesn't it's not always looking like you know the Boslerman flashy uh, scenery that's like kind of been come to known by him in recent years, but. Uh, yeah, the performances were pretty good. Uh, Toby's, you know, hey, cut off Russ, so it's, you're, you're out in my book now. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, totally, you know, I'd say it's worth seeing. I, 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 don't, I didn't yeah. expect to say that coming out of it, but yeah, no, it, it, this wasn't, it wasn't bad. Uh, so speaking yeah, of it wasn't bad, bad. <laughs> uh, next movie up is the, uh, oh, is this the third part of the Iron Man trilogy? Is there going to be more Iron Man movies? Do we know? Uh, of depending course. on contracts, <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, hey, we are, we found out recently that this that Fast Seven just starts the next Fast trilogy. So, sorry, what? 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 The, is that not what's happening? That's what I thought was. That's what I thought. Vin You've got to be kidding me. That's what I. Hey, I don't know if that's true or, but I think that might be the plan right now. I I'm gonna live in a world where there's nine fast movies that's what i was watching i'm not gonna lie i was at home for mother's day and we were watching like entertainment tonight <laughs> and they were interviewing the cast and and uh, vince goes yes yeah, seven brings it back to la and we reset to start the next trilogy isn't it crazy that <laughs> wait we live in a world where there haven't been able to be there were planned nine star wars movies over 30 years ago and by the time that happens, we will have had fast Maybe. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Well, let's hope so. Let's hope that these movies do well enough that they keep doing them. Also, yeah, both same will. universe. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's that's now. over. Yeah, I would totally watch that. What if, that, what if the, like, the Boba Fett movie that they're making is in the Fast and Furious universe? Well, a lot it's of people like, don't know that 12, Hobbs. the 12 parsecs is just a quarter mile. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Can we get the right. rust down for yeah, Iron I live Man? I like twelve parsecs at a time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about Iron Man anymore. I want to talk about fan fiction slash fiction. Oh no! Okay. Let's just talk about Iron Man three. Fine. Can we get the rust down? Yeah, Iron Man three, directed by Shane Black. He's really cool. <laughs> Tony Stark's world is torn apart by a formidable terrorist called the Mandarin. He starts an odyssey of rebuilding and retribution. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, we'll so. talk spoilers with this because it's yeah. Not, yeah. Not, yeah. Let's work. Our, we'll work our way there. Yeah. Okay. We'll get to it, but we will be spoiling this movie later. If you weren't one of the, uh, I would say, eighty percent of the human race who saw this film. 
Yeah. Well, 80% of the first world. Yeah, I was going to say. 80% of the first, second world. Hard um, stance we're taking. Sorry, third yeah. world. Yeah. Yeah, it's just get nothing. And <laughs> truckers. Except hunger. Um, so, so for, it's, first of all, it's the beginning of this film is very Shane Black film. And that's not just the Christmas undertones. Oh, yeah. you, you feel like you're watching a, a, a different style. Yep. It's yeah. got it's yeah. got sort of his comedy, his action, his dialogue, which works for the most part. But I think this really this really suffers in terms of uh, the third film because some, you know something about trying to make a trilogy is that the you don't want the first and the second to be so close. The same thing that happened with uh, Batman. The first movie something, the second movie feels very different, and then you're left left with the third one. And for some reason, a lot of people try to split the difference. Yeah, you just yeah. feel like you're stuck in between two different movies that you probably had different opinions on. Right. And it's and it's good. There's a lot of still fun Tony Stark stuff. There's some good action, but then there's some other things that's just like, you know, we could have skipped this or found something like better to do. Right. But in no means should should you not see it. I so, mean you probably again, you probably already have. And I I, yeah. mean, I feel like a lot of the things that I would bring up are kind of nitpicky with this movie. Um, which, I mean, I guess that's what we're trying to do. Uh, <laughs> uh, we talk about movies on a podcast, but we don't like to nitpick. <laughs> Listen, I don't want to complain. That was the best this is a comic book movie. Can we get a little highbrow with our review, please? Let me push. I'm sorry, guys. You can't see, but I'm pushing my glasses up right now. <laughs> um, no, I really, I really, it's weird how I can really like this movie. But not feel completely fulfilled by it. Yep. Right. Oh, so um, it's like a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not like, mine. This, but I'm <laughs> good, good work. Nicely Russell. done. Covering I'm, your ass. I did good, right? <laughs> you saw the Great Gatsby. You did all right. Um, no, because like I, man, I, I really like, I really like just Robert Downey Jr. His approach to the character. I like, you know. I could watch him on screen being Tony Stark, um, and I think that the great thing about this is we got for the first half of the movie, or more than that, um, you know, just like it's a lot of Robert Downey Jr. being yeah. Tony Stark and having to deal with being Tony Stark. Yeah, and I think that's pretty cool, and that's a really like again in a post, I guess, a post Avengers world, there that's a great way to have to deal with it, and especially to be the first movie of this phase. Um, yeah, but, I would say it, it's yeah. it's biggest strength, and the thing that makes me most excited about Phase Two is that they clearly made this Iron Man three and not Avengers two or Marvel seven. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's this a, is an it's Iron Tony Man Stark's movie. film. And, it's and the it most worked. Tony Stark film I think, like so far. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think it probably suffers the most because of Iron Man two, which. Um, you know, again, like there's there's so many now. Every movie has had kind of an evil businessman in it, and it makes them all feel a little similar. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They're just just like tired, and they're kind of. I mean, there's almost like a Iron Man one feeling to this at points. Uh, and I know, you know, like what do they say about sitcoms when they've run out of ideas? They throw in a kid. And that kind yeah. of feels what happens in this in one point. Yeah, I really don't. I really hate kids in movies. Yeah, but I could, I could, I could watch Robert Downey Jr. be really mean to a child. Yeah, yeah. And not like, not just like 
oh, that's that's a funny line meme. But if you sit down and think about it, it was like, he was you probably dick. shouldn't be talking to a kid like that. Yeah. <laughs> so I enjoyed that. What else kinda... that kid, has that kid been in something else? Insidious. That's what oh. it was. I remember that movie. I like that movie. I fell asleep on it. Really? On it? Yeah. I hear it's pretty decent, <laughs> but I was just super tired. <laughs> I think oh, no, I like no. drunkenly was it. That's a what I did. Ago? That's what I was like talking to you about it, and I was like professing my love for Insidious. I didn't like. I don't like it that much, but I think it's pretty good. All right. Well, I'm gonna give it another go this weekend. Nice. <laughs> um. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> um. But uh, no, I think that. Yeah. Uh, what was I say? Uh. Yeah, I think that again. The one of the biggest strengths is that, like, because we never actually got like the demon in a bottle type storyline. Nor will we. Yeah, yeah. and they, and they wouldn't probably do that. They wouldn't, you know, uh, bring a character, you know, down so far in a Marvel movie, probably. Um, but I think that like the fact that like this is the one that humanized Tony Stark the most. Yeah, I really did like the the PTSD part of it because yeah. because Avengers for everything it had also had like a huge character moment for Tony Stark and they and they continue that and not just the way that oh superhero saves the world he should be like totally cool with that like really suicide mission that he was on yeah yeah um and and I mean like that's I I like that because I mean if you look at TV now. Um, a big, like, kind of reoccurring thing that we see in, like, uh, like a Mad Men, Breaking Bad, like, all these things is, like, people having to deal with consequences um, of the things that they do. And I think that it's it's good to see them taking a, a, a note from that and actually being like, okay, yeah, Tony Stark had to, like, practically, you know, he was ready to sacrifice himself doing this thing, uh, and now he's going to kind of deal with the consequences of that. Yeah. Um, what I did like as well, like this is this is the closest we've gotten to in terms of comic book movies to like a real twelve issue maxi series, and not just like a quick action story. It was it yeah. had concise beginning, middle, and end, and really took Tony Stark all around it, and really you know made him change, do stuff, and really solve something. Was I the only one that said extremists in my head instead of extremists? I I've always said extremists. Um, extremists, like not not extremists. I've always said I always said extremists. Extremists. Hmm. I was totally extreme. So. No, I said extremists. Yeah, yeah. We're so, um, yeah, but yeah, there's that. But oh, so let's get down to the big big part of it. And no, I know uh, I've heard from a few people, mainly the burnt out guy that works at my comic book store, <laughs> um, <Hey>. that <laughs> don't like what they did with the ma- Mandarin. Uh, you don't like it? I no. am one a of them. Of I, I thought it was a really good I idea. Thought that was I thought it was pretty, pretty funny. Clever. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was interesting. See, my issue isn't necessarily what they did. It's how it was done. Um, a little I, this movie, I think the movie does a good job of, of playing a lot of things for comedy, but I felt like that shouldn't have been one of them. And it's fine that he's, like, not, you know, Mandarin or whatever. That's fine, whatever. But I would have liked. Oh, we're to beating see... around the bush. We said we were going to spoil this. So it turns out that uh, uh, the Mandarin Ben Kingsley's character is actually just an actor paid by Killian to pretend to be this big terrorist, so Killian could uh, really reap the benefits of yeah, both sides, you know being what? the criminal and the yeah. hero. And I never ever 
ever saw it coming. <laughs> um, for the most part, I mean, like, that actually was, like, I was really happy that I didn't know that twist. Uh, oh, yeah, and yeah. Especially in an age of, like, people probably just spoiling shit on Twitter and whatever yeah. nonstop. Um, the fact that, like, the main bad guy that was hyped up for the last year um, was kind of a bait and switch. I think it's yeah, pretty and, neat. And those really, were... Tony Stark's biggest enemy and most, like, biggest comic book, I would only say, like, arch nemesis. Yeah. And, and again, like, but how do you even do the Mandarin now? Like, well, that's, that's the thing. It's like, and like, I get that, it. You, but like, that's probably that what they... That doesn't play. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Matt Fraction's done some really, did some really interesting stuff with the Mandarin over the past few years in the series, but it still doesn't work on screen. No. And when, they, and when they announced the Mandarin for this one, I was like, okay, that makes perfect sense because you have to, and you've teased it a little bit, but how do you get away with a lot of what you're doing? A yeah, lot of what, like should be done, I guess, with the Mandarin, and this worked out extremely well. But yes, I agree. Right, right. If they do go a little bit too much comedy on it's it, like, and and like I couldn't, I, I once once I start having images of the love guru in my mind, <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, yeah, like I that's in that. and, and like that's what started needling at me. I'm like, oh dear God, what the fuck am I watching? And I'm fine. I'm totally fine with with the bait and switch. I think that's it's clever. I just thought they amped up the comedy probably a little too high. It could have been like kind of funny, but it didn't like need to. It was like almost slapsticky to me. Yeah, yeah. And, like that's kind of what what lost me. And and in a movie that I think was fun, infinitely funnier than any of the other ones. Oh, definitely, I uh, completely agree with you. I kind of uh, didn't like that. Is it weird that, like, for me, probably the least satisfying part was the fact that everything just tied up so much in a neat little bow in this movie that, oh, like, well. I felt yeah, and I and, like, and, like it just really quickly yeah, and like those last ten minutes just felt it's just, super rushed. It's a montage of like everything's fine. <laughs> yeah, like oh, Tony Stark doesn't have to worry about the the hard thing anymore. Yeah, like I was like, all right, I guess everything's just kind of taken care of. Is this just to make sure that, like, in case Robert Downey Jr. doesn't come back, you guys have this kind of sewn up? Uh, because that's what it kind of feeling like. Especially, I guess maybe just that's just knowing the news from the last three weeks. Yeah. Oh. Um, but I felt that I found the ending really unsatisfying. Hmm. Yeah, what about I, that I Downtown like, Abbey joke at the end? Downtown Abbey joke at the end. Yeah, yeah weird. Yeah. Um, I, 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 will, I will say, uh, in terms of uh, its action pieces, I really enjoyed them. Oh, uh, that, the, the set piece at the end, is I thought was awesome. Yeah, and I actually, I really liked um, him saving all the people from Air Force One. Did I remember in the trailer and being like, oh, this, is gonna, this looks awesome. I can't wait to see it all play out. Yeah. Was, yeah. Um, there was a feature, I haven't watched it, but there was um, a featurette online of how they did the Barrel of Monkeys scene. Nice. Hmm. I, re- I really enjoyed that first attack on the complex. I thought that was uh, in like a, when, at, at first when Pepper's yeah. in the in the Iron Man suit. Oh yeah, yeah. that was cool. I, I thought that was cool, and I thought that like the detective kind of parts of it yeah. were cool. Like that's what I, like, it almost, this made me want like an Iron Man show. Like, well, that's yeah. what, uh, Shane Black was like, you know, this is going to be more of a Tom Clancy film than than a superhero film, and I think it, it made sense. It, it really did. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that stuff really worked. 
And it also makes me really excited for the Shield TV series because that trailer, the newest trailer, I'm this so year, pumped, so good. Oh, I'm yeah, yeah, I think it's gonna be that, awesome. That I'm good. so happy that Joss Whedon put a uh, gun from Angel in it. Ugh. Yep. Yeah. Um, Dude, is he Luke Cage? Luke Cage, right? Is he? I, I thought it was confirmed, though, right? It hasn't been confirmed, but it probably is. I hope that they put someone of name that can later appear and stuff in there because I, I think that to keep the fanboys happy, I think you need to. I put myself in there as well. I, I think that you want to see like at least some familiar. You want to see the yeah. Just give, to, just you know, give me a taste. Yeah, I just want to see stuff get fleshed out a little more. Me too. Yeah. Um, but no, it's weird. I, I like really like this movie. Um, but I just like, I find myself kind of getting a little hung up on, on some things. Um, uh, such as, such as like the kind of the middle section of it, uh, kind of the part where he just hangs out with the kid and stuff like that for like 20 the whole, minutes. The whole Tennessee part. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of not crazy about that stuff. Hmm. Um, and again, in the end, um, barring the that final uh, the final action set piece where he's you know controlling all the suits and jumping from one suit to another, I thought that was awesome. Uh, I thought that was pretty satisfying to see because you know you see all these suits, you see all these homages to all the different eras of Iron Man, uh, and kind of to, like have him you know jump into the West Coast Avengers suit and stuff like that, and see you know they didn't call it Hulkbuster, but to, you know see Hulkbuster armor and stuff like that, uh, I thought was really fun. All right, Tiggs, you want to tell us to rate it? Yeah, you guys want to rate it or what? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Russ, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to give it uh, three and a half. Um, and, fuck it, four. Uh, I'm going to give it four. Because I had to like sit back and, and remember like how I feel as I'm in the theater watching the movie. Um and it, it was very, very, very enjoyable. I mean, they kind of know what they're doing with the Iron Man, at least with the with Tony Stark, the character at this point. So, and uh, this one, I feel like really nailed him, and he's the most important part of these films, obviously. Um, and I, this movie also did something really cool that a lot of movies do, and I don't like it. And that's like have a a hero that's in a full suit where you can't see his face but have him show his face in a way that makes sense. Like, in every Spider-Man movie, they take an opportunity to show you who the fuck is behind the mask, and it's stupid. (laughs) But this movie, like, with all of the armor tricks, I felt like, I'm like, oh, cool. Well, it makes sense that his mask would be off now. Yeah. Um, And and all that stuff. But no, I thought all the armor shit was cool. I liked how it was sort of like uh, three-card Monty trying to figure out if he was in a suit or not. Um, I thought... Guy Pierce is like obviously this is a kind of role that he can crush. Um, seeing Don Cheadle and Robert Downey Jr. run around with guns and like good. try to shoot, yeah. I thought was just super duper fun. I only disliked that one little thing about the Mandarin. Um, and again, I just had an issue with the execution, not so much what actually happened. And they did that little kid shit, and I didn't hate it. Uh, so all in all, like I think this is an awesome start to phase two because it is an enclosed film that doesn't have to bleed into anything else and it didn't have to like bear the burden of doing all that avengers land shit so uh excellent uh i guess last chapter of the iron man films and we'll see what happens next should downey come back 
Uh, Pete, what do you think? I'm going to give it a 4-2. Uh, 4-2. I'm going yeah, to give it a 4 as well. Um, like I said, I really, uh, some things that we didn't talk about. I, for all like the big action scenes that they've done in, in three movies and Avengers, it was nice to see them try something a little bit different too. It, it's not just in the suit, but just having uh, Tony with the repulsor cannon on his hand yeah. and just the boots and fighting like that worked really well. Yeah. In that one scene when he was tied up, I thought it was great. And then the, the guy from Rubicon, who also played the, the cancer patient in Flight, oh, yeah. is really fantastic. Oh. I really like that dude. I think he played a really good bad guy. Oh, James Badge? Yeah. Dale? I think he's great. Uh, and so, But yeah, absolutely enjoyable. I think it's probably one of the stronger uh, third films. Uh, you know, third part of a trilogy that we've, you know, ever seen. Yeah. Things like that. Uh, yeah, go see it. If you haven't already, which you probably have, but <laughs> definitely give it a try. It makes, as I said it before, it makes me really happy for Phase 2. I think they're really going in a very smart direction with these characters. Uh, Alex, what do you think? Yeah, I've been, uh, I'm, I'm giving this four Mark Fours. Uh, um, I, I, you know, again, like, I, I think if I sound a little hesitant on this, it's only because I, like, remember seeing the first Iron Man and being completely blown away. Um, and same thing, like, with, with Avengers. I think that Marvel has done an amazing thing with their universe. Um, and I think the fact that they can keep it up um, should be commended. Um, and this is, you know, this is a great first movie after the Avengers. Um and I, and I think that, you know, while, again, there might be some problems, um, I still think that the, the core uh, was still about Tony Stark and, you know, Robert Downey Jr. is still awesome, as always, in it. And um, like you said, Russ, uh, I think that Guy Pierce was a great choice for an evil businessman, if there ever was one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, it... It's it's still a hell of a lot of fun. You've already seen it. Why are we even saying this? Yeah. Listen to this? You've already seen this movie, and you probably already liked it. <laughs> <laughs> so get off my back. Oof, I'm gonna throw go. my shirt at you. I'm oh throwing god! My shirt. Throw my shirts again. <laughs> All right, I'm going to give this one uh, four sandwiches. Uh, this I walked out of the movie uh, thinking that it was like amazing, and then a couple, but like a couple days went by, and I kind of got a little bit down on the movie. Uh, and then I went and saw it again. And I was like super excited the entire time that I was watching the movie the second time. So this movie, like it, it held up really well for me, like even just seeing it with like in a week span and having like this emotional roller coaster ride of a movie. Um, I could watch Robert Downey Jr. in this role all fucking day. Like, I and I will, you know, Hey, if you put up more, like whatever, I'll, I'll go. Yeah. Uh, Give him that money. It's, I mean, Guy Pierce, you know, I mean, it's it's no lockout, I guess, but it's still, <laughs> you know, it's it's still a good role for him. Uh, yeah, it, the, the movie's fun. Uh, I thought, uh, I don't know, maybe the the last scene or the last part, the last bit with Pepper was kind of unnecessary, uh, where she kind of like takes on uh, the the virus or whatever to like be saved, and then they kind of write it off. In a dialogue sequence where he goes, I got Pepper fixed up, and then I worked on myself, and that was the end of it. Uh, that So it just yeah. seemed like it was just kind of 
maybe there was something else there, and that's how they had ended up having to to work that in at the end. Well, I mean, I, I also would have liked if this movie continued on with a good twenty minutes of medical drama after all the action, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. I mean, <laughs> touche, touche, but... I guess, but whatever. It's still sort of a big deal that you know, is just written off. I would have preferred if the guy from Zero Dark Thirty came up and shot him at the end. Great guys. <laughs> oh, oh, right, yeah. That's... Oh. <laughs> Well, I mean, if we reviewed two films today and we absolutely forgot one of them in that reference. Yeah, yeah, I know. Not was, a great reference. That was rough. Per, uh, com- per I, confidence. I do think, though, ultimately, uh, this movie has placed the the ball in Marvel's court of, well, you now have to fucking pay this guy a butt ton of money because oh, yeah. people yeah. really like him specifically. Yeah. And well, all the, the other Marvel movies will do well, but this movie's doing, like, ridiculous. And do you really want to gamble on recasting or not a, make a, it Aven- This and Avengers made over a billion dollars each. Wow. Exactly. There's no, there's uh, no a, need to not did, pay did this him. Yet? Yeah. It, it, I mean, if it hasn't, it will. It has. Oh, okay. There you go. It has. It has. A billion. There's, no, there's no need. There's no need to pay him and every other single person in the Avengers cast a lot more money than you did the first time around. You're going to make it. Yep. There's been no hint that the Marvel movie universe is going to go down. No. Even, even if Superman does super well and people are really a bit more jazzed about DC films, that means nothing to to, to Marvel. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, like I think fifty three million. Let's not go crazy, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and like I think ultimately, like what people need to realize is one, like Marvel's done such a good job of constructing their world that. They're pretty rock solid. And two, comic book movies are just kind of the way to tell a story now anyway. So, like, with Phase 2, you're getting a Tom Clancy uh, movie in Iron Man 3, which is a comic book. You're getting a political thriller in the the next Captain America movie. So they're just putting comic book characters into familiar situations that anyone can attach themselves yeah. to. And I think Thor, so, the next Thor is going to be way more fantasy-based. That's yep. cool. What if they were all in cars? <laughs> just, and they couldn't get out of the cars? But, like, there's, <laughs> yeah. there's ultimately... That'd be cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but ultimately, like, there's really no reason that Chris Hemsworth should be being... should be getting paid $200,000 to be in Avengers 2. Like, come on. Yeah, that's pay, pay these people, because you're making so much goddamn money. And, yeah, let's not forget about how much they're going to be getting from toys and shit like that. Uh, yep. Yeah. That's where yeah. the real money is. That's where Jurassic Park made most of its money. We can't forget about that. What yep. about how the money that fucks- That's where the movie Toys made most of its money. Oh, Shut up. God, God. No, they made most of their money on uh, couch camouflage. Boom. <laughs> All right. If anyone remembers that one scene with LL Cool J in the movie Toys, <laughs> I don't nope. think anyone. I don't. I don't really remember the movie Toys all that huh? well. Listeners, oh, email well, let's us. Let's do the down. <laughs> it was a really bad video game of Toys. Though. I remember that. I remember that more than the movie. 
Well, All right, um, Tiggs, you want to bring us home? All right. You can find us on the web at moviemoviepodcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at moviemoviepc. You can email us uh, your questions. Uh, if you've seen the movie Toys, what you thought about it, let us know. Uh, your fake movie Friday submissions, send them in to moviemoviepodcast at gmail.com. And you can... When a military general inherits a toy-making company. Oh. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, and begins making war toys his employees bend together to stop him before I hung up on him uh, <laughs> you can f- awesome. <laughs> you can rate us on iTunes by searching for Priest and the Beekeeper which is what we are including Alex uh, an improv troupe that has a uh, improv sh- or variety show the third Thursday of every month at Long Island City's The Creek in the Cave <laughs> the uh, name is Zemo Toys Forever oh, god damn it Let me... Can't... how do I mute him are you done? <laughs> I'm done. Uh, this week, uh, we have a show this week, uh, actually, <laughs> May 16th uh, at 8 p.m. Uh, we do a show called Pigpile with our good friend stand-up Zach Rissard. We invite some groups, uh, improv troops. We invite some stand-ups, and we have a good time. And you guys should all come out if you've actually made it through to this part, and then you probably <laughs> like us, and you should come talk to us and yeah, be on our podcast. Sister. You want to talk yeah. with the toys. Meet Pete's sister. We'll talk about toys. Who could yeah. who could remember this uh, this quote from the movie Toys? I was born in the back of a bumper car. And I gotta say, in, in t- I'm gonna pimp my own fake movie Friday, but I haven't been jazzed about a fake movie Friday I've written in a long time as much as I like their hearts. My now my new my new trilogy. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you had said that you were uh, that the trilogy was starting now. Your new teen uh, whatever. Ugh. Yeah, so far I really I, I I have a name for the book series, and thus I have a name for each book. <laughs> and that's all you need. Yeah, the the book series is called Their Hearts. Book one is Bless Their Hearts. Book two will be Open Their Hearts, and book three will be Eat their Break, their, break their Hearts. Oh, fuck that! Yeah, I... Come on.